Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome, 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 friends and neighbors, back to the show. We'd like to begin today's episode with a snippet of a Stone Cold Jam from the 90s. Total Stone Cold Classic. And you're right, many of you may recall that iconic hit by TLC, Waterfalls, as in don't go chasing them. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm Nolan. Ben, did I ever tell you that my first ever live concert was TLC? You did mention that. Yeah. Not on air, though. It was TLC opening for MC Hammer, uh, and also Boys to Men was on the bill, ABC, BBD. Um, and it was the era of TLC where they wore really big baggy clothes and had, like, condoms taped all over them and stuff. And, sure. And Prophylactics is, yes. like, uh, sex education. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely pre-Waterfalls era uh, and Creep and all of that stuff. But uh, I, I felt like I was a little ahead of the curve on that one because they were sort of unknown. They were the opener-opener and then Boys to Men and then... Uh, MC Hammer, which was right around the time the Adams Family soundtrack was out mm -hmm. with the Hammer song, remember? Mm -hmm. They do what they want to do, say what they want to Remember that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they didn't actually perform that. I was kind of bummed. No, that's not true. He did perform it, but I kind of thought there would be a little more Adams Family-esque pageantry involved, mm -hmm. being that the movie was, you know, fresh in theaters, but no. My uh, very first concert that I can recall... So not some kind of Opryland thing that I had to perform in or something. The very first concert I went to as a uh, as a patron uh, was when my parents took me to see the Four Tops, and this was in the eighties. So cool. this was not their you know heyday mm -hmm. per se. I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I think you buried the lead there. Opryland performances. Yeah. Yep. Go on. Well, my uh, first foray into acting was a recurring role at an amusement park called Opryland. I was from like six to seven or eight years old. 
uh, I learned that it was a paying gig uh, on my 18th birthday. <laughs> Did they were they stowing it away for you? I had no idea. Yeah. No, oh man, they were. Yeah, they, they, they gave it to you. They gave you your uh, your earnings. Uh, sort of. They took. Sort a, of. They probably took a, a finder's fee. But it was the 80s, Noel. It was a different time, and some pretty good things happened in the 80s. Were you a song and dance man? I mean, what was your? I'm sorry, I don't mean to harp sure. on this. Oh, I uh, I was the uh, hero who comes to town to clean up the uh, to to clean up the craziness and stop the gunfights. Nice. They had a thing where they would randomly. I'm doing air quotes here, folks. Yeah. They would randomly pick a kid out of the crowd to make you fight to pull no to pull <laughs> up and say, "Oh, you're going to be the star of the show," and the adults oh, loved it. Cool. So I was just there every summer as their plant in the crowd. And then they would give me this cartoonishly big hat. I'm smiling so big right now. This 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 uh, this thrills me to no end. That's very kind of you to say. My uh, my parents did make a framed picture of it with uh, some of the cash that they kept for decades. Is it one of those old timey sepia tone type pictures where you got your no. six guns on? Oh, no, okay. No. I have one of those with my family. But the '80s, right? The '80s, yeah, Thriller. I feel like now we could just say Thriller. Mm-hmm. That was that was, that was a big hit, big hit. Back to the Future. Yeah, big hit. <laughs> big hits. Uh, and we also have in an article from Lori L. Dove uh, a shout out to Trapper Keepers. Did you ever have a Trapper Keeper? Yeah, I had that. I mean, what, 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 what made it special? Just the brand and it had like, you know, kitties and stuff on it. Like there would be a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. There could be all kinds of different oh, ones. Oh, is the Velcro. Oh, there was a flap Velcro. too, right? I believe like, they have Velcro. Yeah, it was just like a, ba- a binder, but it was mm. just sort of a fancy binder, and everyone had you had to have one. Oh, and speaking of things we have to have, how do we get so far without giving a shout out to our super producer Casey Pegram? For shame. <laughs> on us. I think we just got so distracted by nostalgia today. <laughs> I got caught up in Opryland and picturing <laughs> little Ben breaking up gunfights at the OK Corral. To this day, Noel, I remember all of my lines. Every single one. Well, maybe uh, we'll have to have a reading later in the episode. I can do them right now. Do it. Because they're all, yup. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it was like a 20-minute show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, shout out to Opryland. Uh, big, big fan. Uh, shout out to the 80s. Yeah, did you have a Cabbage Patch Kid? I have been to that farm. Babyland General? In Georgia, oh, yeah. it's very weird. It is extremely weird. Very strange place. There's a tree in the middle of the uh, the main building, and there are just little baby cabbage patch heads sprouting up out of the ground all around this tree with these little leaves. Little around leaves, them. and they some of them kind of move. And um, but what do they do with the tree, Ben? Have you have you been to the ceremony? Uh, I did not stick around for the ceremony because it's in this old building. It's a is it a hospital? I think it's is an it? old hospital. So they call it Babyland General. Mm-hmm. Like it's meant, I think at least it's meant to feel like one. Well, I'm not it's sure. It's creepy if it because they announce. Like births and stuff too over the intercom. Well, they no, they birth the babies out of the hole in the tree. Well, for some people that might be really fascinating. And then there's a nurse that takes the baby out, extracts it from the tree, holds it upside down, and slaps it on the butt. I had my kid's birthday party there one year. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was at a bluegrass festival. That's how I, I found it. That's an odd locale for bluegrass, a bluegrass and festival. chili. It was great. Yeah, yeah. You know what else was great? What the, else was great? The, the 80s. <laughs> hey, there we go. We promise we're going to get to the episode eventually. Uh, the thing is, we can look back at the past with such rose-colored glasses, with such nostalgia, and sometimes we can forget 
the other things that happened in the 80s that were not as awesome as Back to the Future, Trapper Keepers, or Thriller, right? There's a balance. Uh, we, as a species, had some, let's say, we've had some hilarious missteps, mm. and we've had some tragic missteps, you know? There were, uh, was a drug crisis, which continues today. Uh, a lot of the clothes looked really weird, although they're coming back in style. Hypercolor. Was that a thing? That was more of a 90s thing. Was it? Hypercolor. I don't know, man. I was such a nerd as a kid, surprisingly, that I, I didn't really have a grasp on the zeitgeist. Yeah. Did you ever have a hypercolor shirt, though? The ones where you kind of touched it and it would do it, uh, your imprint of your hand would be on it? Like, oh, it I change. remember. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I know. The texture really spooked me. That's right. You have very specific... Uh, Feelings about textures. That's true. That's yeah. true. But but everybody does. What what are some of the things you remember from uh, the eighties and all, or things that when you look back you think, whoa, that was that was crazy. Well, it's weird. Like when I was younger, I, I used to think that the eighties were inherently bad, and that all eighties music was crappy because I just I just didn't know better, and I, I was I assumed that the eighties were lame mm -hmm. uh, because of the you know big pop hits and like Banana Rama and the stuff that I would see. But I didn't have parents that like were into cool music, so I kind of had to find <laughs> my own way. Uh, I, I, my parents were both professional classical musicians, so I really did have to figure that out for myself. But now I look back on the eighties with uh, utter rose-colored glasses and. Uh, Joyous nostalgia. I remember the cartoons, Thundercats, all the Deke cartoons, oh, yeah, like yeah. Spectre Gadget. And mm -hmm. Remember Deke? Mm. Do, 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 do. Deke. Yes, yeah. I remember that clip, but I couldn't tell you a thing about the plot. I also, Thundercats, there was, wasn't there a Starhawk or something as Silverhawks. well? Silverhawks. Silverhawks, yeah. there we go. Well, Deke was the production company, and they made most of their cartoons based on pre-existing toys and okay. properties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, boy, we are just going on. Today's episode's not about any of this stuff. No, we are mentioning the 80s because one very strange and incredibly significant bad thing happened in the 80s. Many did, but one is the subject of our episode uh, in the 1980s. While many of the people listening to the show were actually alive, humanity took one of the largest waterfalls on the planet and erased it. Humanity, what the hell? Just, just erase the whole thing. And to tell the story, we have to journey to South America. Specifically, along the border of Paraguay and Brazil, where once stood an incredibly stunning, spectacular series, cascade of waterfalls called the Guaira Falls. Yes, the Guaira Falls, which produced in their day the greatest volume of falling water in the world. This is something we found out in uh, some of our earlier research. The definition of largest waterfall can be pretty tricky, and it's got a couple caveats. So this is largest in terms of the amount of water that fell. But there are other ones that might have a, a higher elevation or a longer drop. Sure, yeah. like Niagara Falls, but this one had twice the flow of Niagara Falls. That sounds like a pretty cool compliment. Mm -hmm. You got twice the flow of this other waterfall. It sounds like a, a strong selling point. Yes, there were a total, Noel, you mentioned it was a series of waterfalls. Uh, there were a total of 18 and all, and seven of uh, these were the most powerful waterfalls, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, and that's where it got the nickname Seven Falls. 
Right. So these, this series of falls is located just 20 kilometers from another uh, quite famous, more famous arguably, waterfall called the Iguaza Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, again, along the border of Brazil and Paraguay. Um, and you could consider this could have considered this a, a natural wonder of the world, and, and many considered it to rival the Iguaza Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, a, again, a series of 18 massive waterfalls, and it's on the Piranha River, right at the point where um, there's like a gorge, and the river gets kind of squeezed through the mm-hmm. gorge. Yeah, and the total height of these falls was uh, 375 feet with the largest individual fall or, or cataract being 130 feet. You could hear the sound of the water for miles and miles and miles away. That's right, around 30 kilometers away. Um, and the reason that flow was so strong is because that gorge we were talking about, it actually narrowed abruptly from 380 meters to 60 meters, which created that uh, intense flow that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And you can check out a map of the site from a book called A New Gateway to the Heart of South America, written in 1871. Wait, guys, you might be saying, that sounds pretty outdated. Yes, but it, uh, it's a more accurate depiction of the waterfall than you would find nowadays because, again, Guara Falls no longer exist. Yeah, it's what they would call an ex-waterfall. <laughs> yes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode of Ridiculous History is brought to you by Mint Mobile. You know, Ben, I got to say, one of the best parts about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity you get where you're like, man, how have I been living like this? What's wrong with me? <laughs> you're right, Noel. It's, it's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. That's mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash ridiculous. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And there's one other thing that sounds almost too sappy to be true, but is magnificent. And it's a true story. And it has to do with the mist of the waterfall, right? It's true. Um, apparently, you could go to these falls anytime during the day, and there would just be this like perma rainbow there. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like a magical land. A perpetual rainbow. Yeah. Call yeah. the Care Bears. So what do we do as, as, as humanity? We see this amazing, gorgeous wonder of nature, and we decide, let, let's, uh, let's blow it up. Right, yes. Build, so Build some kind of <laughs> power plant. Yeah, so what happened? What made us uh, take this particular paradise and put up a, uh, a parking lot for water? There we go. We got there. No, you no, you got there, my friend. It's a dam. I'm here to support you. It's a dam, and you're you're right about the electricity. The government of the area decides to build a dam, a huge dam, a 4.8 mile long dam called the Itapu Dam. Yeah, it's true. Um, and before doing that, again, they had to blast out with dynamite those rock faces at the falls fell fell down mm-hmm. yeah so no more no more waterfall um and what happened was the falls were submerged when the 4.8 mile Itiapu dam was built down river uh and this is the seventh largest river in the world um, just just to make that clear mm-hmm. um and it started to be diverted in 1978 actually caused about 10,000 families to lose their homes and have to relocate yes what is that like? Eminent domain? How do they? How do they make people do that? Well, eminent domain is the practice that we in the United States would be most familiar with in terms of like roads widening mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, laws like that do exist in other countries, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's very tough to be a, an individual family or household against, for lack of a better term, big government, big big electric. Yeah. Big electric. Because it is government, right? This is a government – this is a government infrastructure. You know, yes. For the, yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously they would have had to pay them something. I can't imagine they'd just, you know, say, get, get out. Yeah, and there's probably a lot of paperwork involved because it is a joint undertaking by Brazil and Paraguay. And I believe Argentina originally raised the ruckus about it, but ultimately the dam got built. On October 13th, 1982, they finally closed the dam – and this allowed the river to flood the falls, the seventh largest river in the world, again, as, as you point out, Noel, to finally flood the falls. So the waters began to rise, and this did not happen overnight. In fact, uh, thousands of tourists came to the area to get one last look at the falls. And Ben, I have to correct myself here. I mentioned earlier that they dynamited those those rock faces, mm-hmm. that did not happen until later um, after the whole thing was underwater because they wanted to promote safer navigation of the river. Oh, okay. So that was that was the deal there. Anyway, though, so these people are walking over this uh, precariously maintained footbridge and it collapsed and 80 people lost their lives. Holy smokes. 
Yes, this is true. They soldiered on with the project, though, and you could, uh, you know, as you can imagine, at this point, they've spent millions of dollars. They've already sunk so much time and effort into this dam, and they say, you know what, we're going to stick it out. The first electricity is generated by the dam in 1984, before it was even fully completed, which was 1991. Yeah, I don't know. Are we being too hippy-dippy about this, Ben? I mean, it did create an awful lot of power. Yes. Maybe that's is. a good thing. I don't know. Is it, is, it a, is it a worthwhile sacrifice? You know, it really depends on what perspective somebody wants to take. I'm sure there are people who are receiving the electricity who think this was more than worthwhile, but there are also a lot of people, I imagine, who feel like the uh, damage to the ecosystem isn't justified. But there's no arguing that this provides a massive amount of energy, both to Paraguay and Brazil. Yeah, it's in the neighborhood of 100 terawatt hours of power each year, which is 75% of Paraguay's electricity and 17% of Brazil's. So, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, by comparison, that's enough to power. Just this one dam creates enough power to uh, supply the state of California. How much power does a rainbow generate? It generates the power of love, bro. You can't well, measure that. I know. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> I came off a little testy. No, I like it. <laughs> I like passionate. it. No, it, yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about it, too. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah, no, not none. None power other than, the, you know, power of love doesn't uh, doesn't turn on lights, my man. That's you know? true. So That's true. And, you know, it's also it's a very difficult argument to make if you have to tell people who don't have electricity that you're not you're able to provide it but you're not going to yeah you know that's that's a real dilemma but we do have good news as we said it's providing this enormous amount of electricity and it's still a tourist destination yeah, um, in 2014, more than 856,000 people visited the dam, uh, you know, some possibly paying uh, uh, homage, homage. Oh. Ooh, ooh, uh, help us out here. It is homage if you're staying with the uh, French pronunciation. And that has been Casey on the case. Love it. <laughs> It's so great. So helpful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's sort of, you know, probably a bittersweet thing, although people do go to, like, the Hoover Dam and stuff. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's probably, like, the dull tourists that just want to go see a, a cool dam, and then there are the ones that are pining for the old way. And because the rock face has been destroyed underneath the mm -hmm. water, these waterfalls are not coming back. They're donezo. It's actually a really funny statement. I think it's funny. From the director of the company that built the dam, he issued this saying, we're not destroying Seven Falls. We're just going to transfer it to Itaipu Dam, whose spillway will be the substitute for the fall's beauty. And you can see the spillway that they're talking yeah, about here. It's, 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 it's like a venting system, right. you know, and it goes off at an angle down this concrete slope. Right. Not no perma rainbow though. No, 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 no beautiful scenery, and this this inspired a lot of art and a lot of again nostalgia, mm -hmm. yearning. We cannot verify that "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls" is about this event, uh, but you know. We should probably talk a little more about that song, though, so we get the fair use privileges. That's true. That's true. Uh, it is an excellent video. It is 
warning about uh, living life too fast, yes. and making impulsive decisions. Yes. A life of vice. And we could relate that even to this event right. by asking, you know, on balance, hundreds of years from now, what will have been the correct choice? You know, don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? Yep. Yep, it's true. Yeah. And... This is a reference episode today. This is, but I think we're, you know, I think we're actually nailing it. I think I we're agree. doing an okay job. A little more background on Waterfalls, uh, produced mm-hmm. by the Atlanta uh, Hip Hop Collective Organized Noise. True. Um, who worked with the Goody Mob mm-hmm. and the Dungeon Family crew and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually recently did a, an event uh, sponsored by Lululemon. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We return to the old dilemma of progress versus progress versus preservation, really, because although this has been on balance a, a very good thing for many residents of Paraguay and Brazil, it is by no means the only time events like this occur. In fact, uh, 28,000 rivers waterways have disappeared in China in recent history. You can you can read about it in an article by Angel Sue and William Mao on the Atlantic. 
called 28,000 Rivers Disappeared in China, What Happened? And without going too far into this, a lot of it goes back to environmental damage, soil loss, erosion, climate change. But then China also built an enormous dam, the Three Gorges Dam. Ben, your encyclopedic knowledge of the dams of the world never ceases to amaze me. And you know what? One day it'll... (laughs) It'll be remotely useful. I mean, you've talked about two dams so far, and to me, that is encyclopedic. Wait, we got to three because we said Hoover Dam as oh, well. Oh, that's right. We did say, we did mention <laughs> Hoover Dam. Remember that the Beavis and Butthead do America when they go and visit the Hoover Dam? Mm-hmm. That's a good part. That's all I got. We should totally go take an extra credit segment, and the three of us go ahead out to see the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been to Vegas for various work-related projects before, uh, but... I have never been to Vegas. You've never been? Never been to Vegas. I thought you were there. No, man. Who was that? Just my my doppel. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, maybe we should just fly into Vegas, do a night. A lot of my friends call Vegas a three-day city. Can we do kind of a fear and loathing kind of situation? We should. We should. You bring bring the ether, my friend. We should definitely have a lawyer. Casey, uh, are are you a lawyer by any chance, in addition to your many other talents? As your attorney, I advise you to... Get into town very quickly. I don't know what that that exact line, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we have some kinks to work out, but this sounds like a promising expedition. Uh, We would also, of course, love to hear your take on this dilemma. And if you have ever been to the site of the falls, or if you have visited this dam on the border of Paraguay and Brazil, we'd love to hear from you. What was it like? Yeah, I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. We can relay it to the inquiring minds after we have satiated our inquiring minds. Um, you can write to us at ridiculous at howstuffworks.com. You can hit us up on social meds, the Facebook, the Instagram, where we are Ridiculous History. Hey, why not join our uh, Facebook group called the Ridiculous Historians, having some good convos on there mm-hmm. with some with some fun folk. Um, and you know what? We haven't mentioned this in a while. Do us a solid. Write us a nice review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher app you use. Yeah, please do. Because, man, you know, the way this is, I'm going to, I've got a bone to pick. Go for it. With iTunes, yeah, Apple, yeah. podcasts. Yeah, yeah, what's up? They have the old reviews first, forever and all time. So if we have a podcast, for example, that's been going on for 20 years, the reviews for day one are the first ones you see. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, man. Come on. No one's firing on all cylinders on day one. Yeah, and a lot of our older shows were originally five minutes long maximum. Oh, you mean the old How Stuff Works shows? Yeah. Exactly. So I just, I don't know. Apple, help us out. <laughs> Let's have a little sort by date tab or something like that. And in return, we have a gift for you because you may be saying, ah, the guys are wrapping up this episode. Now I have to wait for another episode to come out, but I want to learn more. I want to learn more strange, ridiculous stuff throughout history. We have a podcast recommendation for you. We really do. Our compatriots, April Callahan and Cassidy Zachary, who are fashion historians, Mm -hmm. they have written literal books on the subject of the history of fashion, um, have a really cool podcast called Dressed, where they talk about all things fashion history. Um, Very, very, very cool, deep dive stuff. And as it turns out, super producer Casey Pegram, he produces that show too. What? Casey? You've got to leave something for the normal people. I know, man. You can't do it all, but he will (laughs) sure try his best. Um, And we have a specific app to recommend. That is right. If you would like to tune in to dress and explore the who, what, when, and why of what we wear, we think you will love 
their episode that came out this April about smuggling (laughs) bustles. During the 19th century, you see, Americans would smuggle French goods into the country to avoid paying ridiculously expensive duties, but... You said duties. I did. I did. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. Don't cut it. We're keeping it. But uh, it is true that one of the most commonly smuggled items might surprise you because it wasn't, you know, gold or uh, uh, onions or whatever. What's a bustle? Is that like a bustier or a brassiere? It's the thing that goes on the back of the dress. Oh, that's right. The, the Yep, I got it. The ruffle. Yeah. As you can tell, neither of us are uh, fashion historians by we're, trade. We're barely like, we, we barely can dress ourselves <laughs> right. in the morning. Well, I don't know. I'll speak for myself. Uh, we've been, I've been upping my game a little bit, though. Uh, thanks to hanging out with April and Cassidy, who I'm actually going to visit. Uh, they're based in uh, New York City, and I'm going to go hang out with them tomorrow. So let me pick up this thread, though, because one of the commonly smuggled items, it wasn't gold or onions. They were French fashion That's right. items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like bustles. Uh, they were packed in trunks. They were smuggled under clothing. You can learn all about it by tuning in to Dressed, available wherever you listen to this podcast. And leave them a nice review, too. They're a new podcast, and they're really doing cool things. Um, we're big fans. Tell them we sent you, too. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We would like to give a big thanks, of course, to Casey, of course, to Lori L. Dove, who wrote a fantastic article on this event, this tragedy or this uh, great step in progress on HowStuffWorks.com. It's true. And we'd like to thank uh, Alex Williams, who composed our theme. And we hope you'll tune in next time when we take a dive into banned scientific texts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a laugh riot. It's going to be a big old time. Big old time. So that's all for today, folks. Uh, Most importantly, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope to hear from you very soon. Wish us luck as we go on our fear and loathing inspired expedition. Now that's going to be a big time. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The, holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The, make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find, for the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.